listening to the Watling and Owens Show on WNYO 88.9, the Laker Radio Network. Hello and welcome into this mini episode of the Watling and Owens Show. Matt Watling will go into here to take you through our NFL picks entering this week. I'm 36-23-2, not a big deal. It's pretty, pretty dang good. Matt, though. 33-26-1, right behind me. Did gain a game on me last week at 2-4. and four. I went 1-5. and five. And if you listen to the podcast on Monday, you will know that Matt just decided not to add any losses to his record uh, <laughs> after the game. So I'm looking at the records now, and we really don't even know if that's really true. No, I, I mean, think Matt so. me some I... extra losses. He could have given himself some extra wins. Uh, he controls the sheet, so I'm really at his Look, you his have first... the sheet. You can go back and check. Just because I do the work and I make the graphic every week doesn't mean you have to come at me. That that's your changed. that's on you, bud. You chose you know, not change, to do the work. You chose not. To, you don't even do the tweets anymore. Hands. I got to do the tweets. I'm out I shopping never, on on Tuesday. I got to stop what I'm doing, pull over to the side of the road, and tweet that, it out at five o'clock. Which is a ridiculous statement. I'm more than happy to tweet it. All you have to tell me is that's posted, and I will tweet it. There's no issue with that. I don't. I don't really don't appreciate that because I never said, "Oh, you start, you tweet." You just decided you're gonna start tweeting. That's not on me. Well, I did it because I thought you were working, and I didn't want to, you know, have you take your eyes off the, uh, off off the prize. You know, you're a big, right. you got a big boy job at ESPN. You got to do your job. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to greatest take four it away. letters in sports. Always been an ESPN guy. Never criticized them. I want people to know that. Do you think ESPN will go through my like, previous tweets? Because I've bashed ESPN a lot on Twitter throughout the years, um, and I'd like if they did. But you've never them. bashed ESPN Syracuse. So True. That's, good. that's oh, a plus. Always. Always been a fan as soon as I learned that it existed like six months ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> you never listened to ESPN radio before? Like, oh. up, up in us in Syracuse? No, I only listen to New York sports talk, dude. I'm I'm downstate listener, if you think about it. I, I really, I did know. I bring you into, into the K show or are you there before me? Uh, I, I dabbled, but I was never as in until you, you really got me in though. That, that was definitely you. Um, I always used to dabble because I, I love Michael K. I always have, but. Now that I've really gotten into the show, I mean, it's it's, it's the best show on radio. It's not even close. Save for our show, of course. Oh, yeah. Well, we're not they, on radio. That's why I said radio. Look, they're not 13 and – they're not 13 games over 500 in their picks like you are. Or what am I? I'm only seven games over 500. That's not great. It's like I said, it's pretty good, though, for picking games, especially this year in the NFL. And I La- think- Last week kicked my butt. Last week I mean, got me too. bad. I was horrible. I was nine I was games horrible. up last week going into this past weekend, and you were 12 games up. That's bad. Wait. It was a rough week. Um, did I not add – oh, you weren't just 12 games up. You were a lot more – you were 18 games up heading into uh, week 10. Yeah, and I'm 13. It was definitely a – er, yeah, 13. That stupid second tie really gets me mad because it was, it was one? one game. That, oh, my, the, my the double push. Tie. That was tough. Um, well, we but, can sub it for a loss if you'd like. No, I'm good. Uh, we'll be better this week. And Matt, since you won last week, why don't why don't you start us off with our? Picks? Yeah, sure. Let's let's do it. Um, let me pull up the sc- the scores here. Now, I have pr- I have written down some picks here. I haven't picked a, a game, I which is more than you usually do. Yes, I went through about five minutes ago before we got on air, which I think is important just to just to see the lines. Um, there's a couple games that I like. There's some that I, I just don't know where to place them quite yet. But I think I'm going to start off in or at MetLife Stadium. I think it's at MetLife. No, yeah, no, MetLife Stadium. Give me Miami oh, minus three. Give me Miami oh. minus three over the Jets. I'm not picking, the, I'm not picking 
Joe Flacco. Give me a break. I would I would consider picking them if if it was um what's his name Zach Wilson. Oh, I I think he could have done something against this team, but you know Joe Flacco last year when they played against the the Rave the uh, Dolphins. He had like a 50% completion percentage and like couldn't avoid the blitz. So whatever Rob Sala was talking about, and we'll get to the Jets after our picks, Luke. Uh, we were talking before. Or do you want to talk about them now? No, we'll go at the end. we got to get through our picks first. But well, you, give you me Miami minus three. I, Joe Flacco stinks. He's a terrible quarterback. The Jets stink. They have no talent on this team. And the Dolphins are going to run right through them. I don't love your pick, Matt. I'm going to say that. I'm not touching the game, but take I don't it. hate Take the Jets. Sack up and take the Jets. I'm going to call no. my pick. Do it. Just... Sack up. Go ahead. It'd be idiotic. Call It'd me a, idiotic. a bad picker. We'll see. We'll see. I, I know. Again, I can't talk if I'm not going to take the Jets, but I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of hype on the Dolphins right now. It's not a big number, though. I think if it was like minus five, I'd say I'd maybe think about the Jets, but at three, I, you'll probably end up being a winner here. Um, I'm going to go with a, a pick. That I really like. I like the Washington football team plus three and a half on the road against Carolina. A lot of hype in Carolina right now. You know, Cam Newton, the big win over the Cardinals. But sneakily, Washington, although Chase Young did end his season with that ACL injury, they've been playing a little bit better. Obviously, they beat Tampa Bay. I think they covered this game. I could just be buying into the hype that I saw last week, but I think their defense is playing a lot better. And I think that if they can keep that kind of run game going, that 10-minute drive they had is still in my head from that fourth quarter against Tampa Bay. I like Washington plus three and a half against Carolina. I don't hate it. I think Cam takes a big step back. I think Cam's projected to start this week, actually, if I, if I read yeah. correctly. I, I don't know. I think it's too early for Cam. I don't think he knows the offense quite well enough. I think it's it feels like a very emotional move. I mean... Yeah, I mean, they're going home, you know, all the... Coming off a big win right in the playoff picture. Yeah, I think it is an emotional move. I would agree with you. I mean, picking um, Newton to start over P.J. Walker. Right. That's what I'm, what I'm saying. Like they're, okay. No, I'm saying it's an emotional pick because they're going home. The crowd's going to want to see Cam, like all that stuff. But I don't think like, he's I ready think, for it. No, I don't think he's ready either. Okay. I, I agree. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, I'm I know. Just, you're explaining it. Yes. Okay. We're on the same page here. Again, I, I'm, I was telling Luke before the show, I'm completely out of it. I don't know what's going on right now. So if, 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 if I have a bet, I do need a good nap, but I don't, I don't take naps. So. Oh, okay. You don't believe in naps? No, I don't. Um, I don't either, but that's because I get great sleep nowadays. I usually do get good sleep, but last night was just was not a good one. There was a dog barking. There was, you know, not I was, you know, it just wasn't great. It wasn't a great time. Um, give me San Francisco minus six. I love San Francisco in this game against the Jaguars. They're on the road, but this is a San Francisco team that should be better than four and five. They're a talented team. The fact that they're one in four at home is kind of sickening. You know, you get that first win. Last week on Monday night, I think this team comes out, wins a game, and I think they're a, a sneaky team that could take that seventh wild, that final wild card spot because they're right in the mix. They're only half a game back of the Panthers. I think they're a better team than the Panthers. They're, they're relatively healthy, and Jimmy G looked really, really good last week. And not only that, that run game was was dominant. I don't think the Jaguars have an answer for a run game like that. So give me San Francisco minus six on the road in Jacksonville. I like that pick. I think. The Jags have played the last two games close. I think this is where kind of the the wheels might start to fall off a little bit. San Fran needs to keep piling up wins. Um, so I, I like that pick. I'm going to stay in the NFC East. It's, it's a little theme I have going. I like the Eagles. Minus one and a half against the Saints. The Saints coming off the game against Tennessee where they look pretty good. Honestly, 
Trevor Simeon's looked very, very competent. I, I know when he was with the Jets, he was kind of a meme because he had to start when Flacco had mono, but he's looked pretty good. But I like the way the Eagles are running the ball right now. I think their defense is playing a lot better. They looked really good against Denver. They return home. And, I mean, who would have thought, Matt, you know, in the beginning of the year we said this Eagles team is horrible, they're awful, they're going to do nothing. And they're they're right in the playoff race as well. And they're another team like San Francisco. 0-4 at home for Philadelphia feels wrong. I think they can uh, kind of switch that this week. I think they can win that game. Give them credit. You know, I don't think they're a very good team. I, I said it last week, they stink. They're actually an okay football team. And that's been kind of fun to watch. It's been cool to see Jalen Hurts. He's been much better than I expected. I think they've schemed him really well, you know, similar to what Lamar Jackson has to do. Let him run the ball. Let him, you know, make simple passes versus, you know, really testing him. So good on them and, and good for Jalen Hurts kind of proving me wrong. Um, Oh, I don't even know where I want to go right now. There's a lot of games that I kind of like. Um, who's Baltimore playing in? Let me double check that. Uh, the, Bears. the Bears. Oof, that might be a, a that might be a lock of the week though. Let me, let me hold off on that. I'm not quite sure where I want to go there. Um, oh boy, give me. Oh man, I'm I'm between two NFC East teams here, Luke, and I, I don't know where I want to go. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm just gonna think out loud here. Let me check the. Uh, let me check the Tampa Bay, uh, you know, last couple games here. I know they lost two, but an 11-point underdog the Giants are, that's a big number. That's a big number. And you know what? Forget it. I'm going with the New York Giants, baby. The New Love York it. football Giants, I like the number plus 11. I really do. They're getting healthy. This is a team that, that needs a win. So do the Bucs keep in mind, but I think the Giants keep it close. They, they've seemed to play the Bucs really well the last two, three years in the Daniel Jones era, and I think that continues on Monday night. I like that pick, and I'm going to stay, Matt, believe it or not, this might sound crazy, I'm going to stay in the NFC East once again. Give me the Dallas Cowboys plus two and a half at Kansas City. Chiefs coming in. Oh, the Chiefs are back. Look at that big, bad Chiefs. Let's be honest, Matt. The Raiders are in shambles. They barely beat the Green Bay Packers, who were without Aaron Rodgers, and Jordan Love looked like he was – he looked like you, hadn't had in the clouds that, that day against Kansas City. Kansas City at home. I know there's going to be a lot of hype going to this game. It's it's at 425 kickoff on Fox. Joe Buck's going to be on the call. I like the Cowboys to go in there and win a game. You know, Dallas is playing. You know, they had that game against Denver. Then they bounced back last week. What kind of team is are the Cowboys? I think they're a pretty good team. I think they're better than the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs defense is going to be exposed. When the Cowboys are fully healthy, they got Michael Gallup back in the mix. Zeke's running the ball well. That, that was the whole question with the Cowboys. When will they be healthy enough to see all these playmakers? Well, I think the time is now. I think they can force Mahomes to make a couple bad pick, uh, bad throws. Maybe Diggs gets a pick, and I like the Cowboys. I think they probably win this game outright, but give me the two and a half points. Who would have thought coming into this week, Luke, that we would have four NFC East teams picked in one week? It's crazy, and I feel very bad about it. I'm very nervous. Well, you, you came into it hating the board, so I'm, I'm – I don't want to say I'm surprised, but anything could happen. I mean, you're picking That's a true. couple underdogs, which you have to like. You know, you, you take the points. I like the Dallas pick. I just don't know where to go here. I have three picks, and I like all of them. And I feel like Ooh. the Giants pick was a mistake. Really? Yeah. I like the I have, uh, I'll, I'll name all the picks. I'll, I'll name them to you right now. New England minus six and a half, I love. I love New England against the Falcons, especially on Thursday night, short week. I think Belichick dominates anyone he coaches against. Um, the other one, I have Baltimore minus four and a half against uh, the, the Bears is brilliant. And then my last pick was Dallas plus two and a half. Ooh, Which, I, I mean, I I like all three of them. The Ravens, I like a lot, but I'm very worried because 
I, I just don't know. I don't know how I feel about the Bears at this point. Like, they looked a little bit better last week. The Ravens have had some real bad games. I mean, they just lost to Miami, but they get that extra but, rest. But don't you think they need Lamar, to come back? Like, don't you think they need boy? to come back and figure it out? That's what I think. That's why I like the Ravens. Yeah, give me the... Uh, or do yeah, you, lock, the you might here. lock that, though. What? You might want to lock the Ravens, though. Oh, man. It's either a lock between them or the Patriots. That's where I'm Ooh, sitting at right yes. now. I'm going to lock the Patriots. I'm gonna, I'm, I guess I'm giving both my picks here, but it's fine. You already knew what I was going with. Give me the Patriots. Minus six and a half is my lock of the week. Atlanta's not very good. I like the Patriots. I like Belichick in this situation. And then give me the great Baltimore Ravens minus four and a half against uh, the Bears. I think the Bears are a fine team. I like their offense. I like what Justin Fields does. But Baltimore is a, is a Super, Bowl con- Super Bowl contender. They're a team that's trying to win their division. They're right there in, in the grasp. Cincinnati embarrasses themselves against the Jets a couple weeks ago. They seem broken. The, the, the Baltimore Ravens have got to step up and, and kind of take the reins of this division. I think they do it this week. I like that, and I think that oh, – I love that the two-point pick is going to happen tonight. I really love that it's going to happen tonight, and we can, we can find out right away uh, if that's a good pick or not. I'm going to go – so my last two picks – I really don't like this pick, but I'm I'm doing a little reverse psychology here. You've got the Cardinals at the Seattle Seahawks. Arizona's two and a half point favorites. Give me the Seahawks. It's gross. It's disgusting. Plus two and a half at home because look, Arizona coming off that tough loss. I get it, but they're getting Kyler back. They're probably going to get Hopkins back to be full strength. They might hype, not be getting. Uh, I think Kyler the Seahawks. Are, it, it's what was that? he's been practicing, but Kyler it hasn't been confirmed to come back yet. Okay, some for some reason on the Skype call, your mouth and your and your audio is not lined up. So I'm like, if I sound like I'm five seconds behind you, that's why. Um, but g- give me the Seahawks uh, plus two and a half. Maybe Kyler doesn't even play, but I think their offense has to be better than it was last week. I think Russell's gonna be a little bit healthier. They had to win last week, but they have to have to win this week. So I think Seattle just out of desperation plus two and a half. My lock of the week, week Matt, make it a perfect sweep. Of the NFC East. No. Give me the Giants. Wow. Plus 11 against the Bucks. They always seem to find a way to keep it close against Tom Brady. They, they've got two weeks to prepare for this game, plus the extra day being a Monday night game. I think the Giants are going to be hyped up to go into this game. I think they cover the plus 11. I think they keep this game close. Give me the Giants plus 11. Lock that baby in. Wow. I did not expect that. Wow, and I was just sitting here thinking to myself, maybe I should have rolled with Dallas instead of the Giants. But, you know, that gives me some confidence. That gives me some confidence. Look, the the, the Dallas and Kansas City game, I think that's the most exciting game of the week. If you look at the the, the scores for this week or the, uh, the upcoming games for this week, because anything could happen. And I think it says a lot about both teams. If Kansas City comes out and dominates, they're back, right? Like, that's a team that's that's back in the mix. You know, the, the AFC is wide open. They dominate the Cowboys, a team that's, you know, not not really talked about as a serious contender for some reason. But that's a really good football team. And if they can beat them, that that's a, a big kind of step for Kansas City trying to get back towards, you know, more normal, what Kansas City we expected. The one game I did have my eye on I didn't end up picking was the Chargers minus six against the Steelers because if Big Ben doesn't play that game, uh, and it looks like he's not going to, Mason Roth is horrible. But the Chargers have just been so bad at times. I mean, they looked awful last week against Minnesota, so I can't trust that. And that Minnesota line, I mean, Green Bay's minus one and a half. It feels like the Packers should be able to win that game easily against Minnesota, but 
Vikings looked pretty good last week, only one and a half point underdog. So I'm not, I'm not going to touch that game. I feel like that's a game where Vegas knows something that I don't, and I, I don't want to even think about it. Yeah, for sure. Another game, Texans, Titans, an, an ugly game. Titans are going to win outright. You know, you'd expect, but 10 and a half. It, I wonder when the loss of Derrick Henry catches up to the Titans, because, you know, you kind of surprised people. What was it? Two weeks ago, taking down the Rams. Um, and then, you know, this come, this past week, you you just squeak out a win against the Saints. But really, you you outplayed them for most of the entire game. You know, I had, I was locked in on that. The Saints were one of my picks. They The backdoor cover was, was brilliant, you know, missing that two-point conversion. But you didn't really run the ball very well, did the, did the Texans in, in that game. You know, Foreman had 11 carries for 30 yards. Uh, Adrian Peterson had 21 yards. You didn't run the ball really at all. So it, it, it's going to be a wait and see with that Tennessee team. Obviously, I don't think that they fall off this week against the Texans. But, you know, looking ahead, that Patriots game in, in two weeks, you know, that might be a game that the Patriots win. And that could be the difference maker for the season of the Texans you know, or of the Titans, I should say. They have a fairly easy schedule down the stretch, but it'll be interesting to see how they can handle, you know, a real contender. I mean, the last good teams they play are the Patriots and then the Steelers on the 19th of, of December. Yeah, they've got it pretty made besides – I mean, that New England game will be interesting. But other than that, I mean, they're pretty locked in to, to secure that one seed. And, and I think Henry's injury will catch up eventually, but the question is when, and I don't think it's this week. Um, that is a big number, though, for sure. And the one game that, that you actually ended up picking was Miami minus three, and you cited one of the reasons being Joe Flacco was going to be starting that game for the Jets. It came out earlier this week, kind of a head-scratcher. after we recorded our last episode where we talked about the whole Jets situation, so I, I strongly advise everyone to uh, listen to that. But first first reaction for me was, well, if Mike White was this great a couple weeks ago against the Bengals and he threw a dud against the Bills, you know, if he was this next thing, why is he being benched now? Because we knew the Bills were a great defense. We knew they were out for, for blood in that game. And now you're playing a Miami defense that apparently Robert Sala has declared is somehow better than any defense that anyone has ever seen in the NFL history. So kind of a head-scratching move to have Joe Flacco be the starter on Sunday. It, it makes a lot of sense to me. I, I don't like it because I don't want to see Joe Fla- Flacco play quarterback, but it makes perfect sense why you start Joe Flacco because you don't want Mike White looking good against Miami. You want the the last taste of Mike White to be the, the blowout, which is what it will be because I don't think he starts another game for this team this season. You know, there's, there's part of that. There's part of we want the – you know, the trade for Flacco to make sense and to show some value. And you also want to give Zach Wilson another easy landing spot. And, you know, you kind of project outward. You expected him probably to start this game if you were the Jets a couple weeks ago. He doesn't get to. And now rather than going back to a kid that the the fans would have wanted if he did well against Miami, you say, all right, we're going to go to Flacco. We'll punt on this week. And the thing that stinks the most about this season and this last stretch is, the Jets punted on the season. Their entire goal was to get better and watch Zach Wilson grow. And with all these, with the injuries the last couple of weeks and the way he performed the first half or so of the season, this season was another waste. And there's nothing you can really do about it other than be like, well, this really stinks because you didn't get to see Zach Wilson play in these games. But there's no reason to watch this football game if you're a Jets fan. Nothing's going to come out of it that helps your team in the short run or the long run. But I, the one thing I disagree with is when you say, you know, you sit Mike White because you want the last taste to be that Bills game. Why would the Jets even care what the fans think? Like, do the Jets really care about Mike White going out there and balling out against the Dolphins? Oh, yeah, like, they do. Jets but, fans are maniacs. They're not like But me. it's their they're own not, fault. But they're not. But 
they're not patient like I am. You know, I'm patient. I want to see Zach Wilson improve. Jets fans typically are going to be like, oh, Mike White just won a game. Mike White just threw for 300 yards against a, a Miami defense that's not very good. Start him. Keep starting him. Who knows what's going to happen? Like, no. What's going to happen is he's going to perform okay because it's an easy stretch and you're going to miss out on valuable experience for Zach Wilson. And I don't want to watch Joe Flacco play. I'm not going to watch this football game. But at the end of the day, like, this is fine. Like, this is what you expect because you don't want any of the quarterback controversy, which stinks because, you know, at least Mike White's an exciting guy to watch. They could have shut up the, the controversy a few weeks ago and they were asked about it. And Robert Sala basically made it sound like there's a quarterback competition. Like, all he had to say was, Zach Wilson's our guy and this conversation would never happen. And I think a Jets fan is intelligent enough to see, okay, maybe Mike White only had a good game because he was playing the Bengals. Uh, I don't know about that. And then when he played a good defense, it wasn't so good. I don't know about that. I, I No, I think... I think a Jets fan deep down knows that no. Zach Wilson has to be the guy. Jets fans are grasping at straws at this point. You had people comparing him to asking, could he be the next Tom Brady? Like, the dude hadn't started. What? He's been in the league for, what, four or five years at this point? He's 26 years old. He's been in the league for four years. He's not – he's nothing. He's not going to be a starting quarterback. Is he it, could be an okay backup. Is it Robert Sala's job to – cater to the fans and worry about the fans have to say though like to me he shouldn't have even cared about that no but it adds pressure to zach wilson and i think that's what you want to kind of take away but you've also been babying zach wilson you know you gave him the the reins to this to this team from the start which he honestly i think he deserved just because he's the number number two pick but you you created a path for him that he couldn't lose the starting job and now you're questioning it like it just doesn't really make a lot of sense to me like the entire situation and then you know, Michael Fleur spoke a couple minutes ago, and this is uh, reporting from Rich Samini, and he said that he felt bad that White's taking some heat that he doesn't deserve. Uh, he said, I could go down the list why we didn't play well as an offense start with me, and then said, Joe Flacco's experience will be, quote, huge against Miami blitzes. Can, can Mike White not understand the blitz? Apparently That's what not. I think is so crazy. Like, what are we saying here? We're, we're picking our quarterback because of a blitz? Because of a defense? Just roll out with the guy who you think gives you the best chance to win. There's no shot that if the Miami defense was a little more passive, they'd be like, oh, you know what? Let's go with Mike White. Like, th- this reasoning is such nonsense. It's a joke. By the way, it's a Miami defense that's last in the NFL against the pass, where the Bills are first against the pass. So that, that is a real head-scratcher to me. Um, so, yeah, have fun watching some Joe Flacco on Sunday. Matt's not going to, but if you choose to. Uh, let me get that right. Miami's actually 30th out of 30. Uh, Wait, 28th out of 32. Yeah, put some respect on the Miami Dolphins. My bad. The Jets are actually dead last against the pass, so that's on me. Shocker. Um, So enjoy your Joe Flacco this weekend. Enjoy, hopefully, the Giants getting a big cover on Monday night. And we'll talk to you guys on Tuesday. Thanks for listening to this mini episode of the Wilding and Owen Show.